Okay, so we are live. All right. So tonight we have Evelyn with us. Evelyn is a uh, occupational therapist. Yeah. Turned into uh, what? Do, what do you call yourself? Well, I'll I'll call myself manual therapist, but I am a certified lymphedema therapist to right. be official. But I also do a lot of visceral manipulations and neural manipulations, so I can call myself a manual therapist, manual therapist. To, to be more holistic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. A little bit of background then. Uh, I first met Evelyn last year, I think. After last my, year. yeah, post surgery. Mm-hmm. I remember it was after my, my shoulder surgery. And then, uh, that time, Lydia is my physio, also mm-hmm. very good, very competent. Yeah. But she couldn't fix this problem that's up my neck. And it was affecting my sleep because every night I sleep, no matter what pillow I choose, no matter how I sleep, how I turn my head around, position myself, I'll still wake up with neck pain. And so Lydia said, like, look, I don't exactly know, but you can go see Evelyn. And I saw her the first time. I didn't know what's going on. Because I never heard about this before. Yeah. So, like, you did, I remember you did some, like, drainage. Uh, um, not really drainage. It's a fascia. Because when I, I remember when I first saw you, you are one of the few clients that has problems with the neck fascia, you know, like right. the, the tension in your uh, deep neck and uh, superficial fascia system. And I remember you also have a liver problem. Right, yeah. Yeah, 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 your, yeah, yeah. yeah your first organs that shows up is a liver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And other than your neck, is a liver. Yeah. Mm. And after that night, after that, that, that session, yeah. night, I went home, slept like a baby, woke up, yeah. problem gone. I yeah. was like, hmm, something different here. <laughs> Because usually, maybe you are better to to to, mm. to tell the difference between like what the physio do and what you do and what's mm. the the difference. Mm. But yeah, yeah. Let's let's take a step back for somebody like me who hasn't been exposed to any of this, right? Yeah. First hand, second hand, uh, even through somebody, right? Leading up to this podcast, I've been reading out about uh, visceral manipulation, and yeah. it's yeah. it's mind boggling. Like, right. yeah, I believe it, but it's also so. Unbelievable that, you know, it's good to, to be able to get it straight from you. So, yeah, maybe you can tell us a little bit about what is it, uh, what do you do, and what are you called? Just what a, you a brief background, wow, I guess. Wow, a brief hmm. background. Okay, visceral pressure is all about the internal organs, right? Um, Jean-Pierre Barra, our founder of this technique, hmm. say that 70% of the musculoskeletal systems are due to the visceral which is our internal organs. Right. Because when you look at the anatomy, our stomach are, are slanted towards the T6. So it's really closely connected to our spine. And today I saw one lady with a cervical problem. She said that she has slipped this on the C4, 5. Oh, just now, when I test on her, she said, no, it's just esophageus that was so tight. It, it pulls your cervical forward. So you were like doing uh, the neck flashes, kyphotic uh, slouchy. And it, it pulls on your spine and it, change the dynamic of your nerve that comes out from the spine so you have neck pain and shoulder pain. So what I did was I mani- manipulate her esophagus together with the stomach and within one session she can bring her neck back without effort. She can move her neck and that's amazing. <laughs> so so when you say that, okay, what will physio do when you go to the physio with a neck pain, the physio will not look at you through the internal organs. Right, they will say, okay, neck pain. Oh, you cannot bend your neck. What they do is a uh, spinal manipulations. They give you hot pack. They give you test machines. They ask you to do a lot of exercise to to prevent sleep. This blah blah blah. Stretch That's it a out, yeah, stretch it out. You know, like um, postures. Teach you how to uh, maintain good posture. Yeah, I I also ask my client to maintain good posture because I told her 
what causes the tensions in your esophagus? Sometimes it's not because esophagus wants to tighten up because your poor posture. You sleep with a high pillow. Right? I told mm-hmm. her, do you sleep with high pillow? Yeah, she said yes. Because when you have tensions, you tend to hug the lesions. You want to move towards the tension to prevent the pulling, prevent the stretching. Wait, 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 wait. Just hang on. What do you mean? Like when, okay, so let's when, say, when someone let's like, say our throat is, is, is tight. It's tight. Right. So you, yeah. You tend to want to You tend to want to hug it. You want to move toward the tensions. You okay. don't want to stretch. You find that this is uncomfortable because for you. Hurts, because so it right. hurts. Because it hurts. Yes. Out right. of the, people want to go into the comfort zone. So when you have problem with your liver, when you have like appendicitis, what you do? You don't do this. When you have appendicitis, you will hug. Oh, right. Right. Hug towards the pain. Right. Towards the lesion. That's why we say that. Sean um, Pierre always Asks us to go for the assessment. Look at the posture of how the patient stand, and you know whether the lesion is on the right side or on the left side before you even put the hands on the skull to do the facial assessment. You already know. Yes. Well, so <laughs> okay, we, we were just talking about uh, a physio, right? A physio would do things like that. Things right? like hot yes, pack, hot pack, uh, stretches, stretching, exercises. Exercise. To uh, you know, straight away kind of like troubleshoot that pain there. Yes. But what is it that you do that is different? So we, what is what is manipulation in your definition? Yeah. Okay. So when patient come to me with pain, I'll always say that there is pain. Yeah. But that is not my concern. My concern is what causes the pain. I will hunt down the 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 place or the organs that create the pain. So the pain can be in shoulder, but the problem that created the pain can come from the remote side, like even your pelvic floor, even your uh your uterus. It can change the alignment of the fascia and it create the tensions that cascading up towards the shoulder. I once had a client who came to me with a right neck pain and I was like, okay, I I suspect, okay, it, this could be the liver, like what I, I, I found in kid, yeah. right? So, right shoulder, it could be liver. But when I do the assessment, um, Champagne always say that, feel first, think later. Don't assume. So for that particular case, it brought me to funny. It's not liver. So, and it brought me down to the right kidney. Oh, that's strange. I have never come across a right kidney that can create a neck pain. So the right kidney, with the associate organs, go down to the bladder. And once I manipulate the kidney together with the bladder, the client said that the next day, said, oh, the pain's gone. I said, all right. And I went back. I looked through the anatomy book. Oh, yeah, there is a close connection of the kidney, bladder, and the bladder, there's one ligament that link all the way up to the liver. That mm. is the link. It comes down and goes back up. So this particular so, client has different kind of uh, tension. So for visceral manipulation therapist, you are like um we call it Sherlock Holmes. You have to really <laughs> learn how to feel the fascia, and we we don't do protocol treatment. Right. There is no protocol. Our teacher always said that you are not technicians. You don't operate the tense machine. You don't you don't right, go like right. okay knee pain. You go exercise hot pack cold pack. That's it. Right. No, for visceral manipulation therapists, you really have to be very, very good with your anatomy and your sensory input from the hand and you have to hunt down and you have to have a very good analyze of the problem. So basically we as a manual therapist in this uh in this in this in this domain, when a client tells you that they have a pain in a certain area, you don't you don't, don't follow the client first. We don't follow. In fact, right. we will ask not to 
not to interview the client first. So right. now I practice what Jean-Pierre asked us. We we only ask a client after we completed our assessment. Oh, yes. Oh, and you are also, I guess, not biased. Or not like, biased because we cannot biased. Yes, we, but, yeah. But mm. when my client tell me uh, their story, oh, their pain story, if I listen to them, I will bias. I will try to to think first, okay, now what causes this pain? Right. So lately, I have this young girl, 10-year-old, came to me. The father brought her here. I said, okay, don't tell me why, why you, you bring her here. All right, just you sit there, write down your assess your 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 questions, the history of the problem and the rest. Let me do it. So I brought the lady, the the younger in the room, do all the assessments. So when the father came in, I said that your little girl has a lot of problem with the colon. She might have constipation issue. She might have breathing problem. Mm. And the father said that, oh my god, from young, from three year old onwards, she has have a lot of problem with the bowel. They right. they always bring her to see a lot of specialists just to settle her bowel problem. I said, yeah, because the colon, there was one ligament that's really tight and it affects her breathing pattern. And the father said, oh, that one, I really don't know. I will, I'll, there I'll show her, see how she breathes. And she can't breathe properly through the left lung. And it's very strange for a young lady to have this kind of uh, uh, a symptom. And there's huh. no trauma to it. There's so no trauma. There's no trauma. There's no fall, nothing. Then I will tell the father, yeah, our founder said trauma can be from the fetus. When you're as a baby, you may have trauma by prolonged positioning in your uterus. You press That's your head then. in your pelvic pelvic bone. Yes, from there. Wow. So the alignment are, are, are not right from fetus. And um, the de- delivery process, somehow you forcep the baby out. You clip on the, the, the cranial. Right. And that is the, the trauma that no one paid attention to. So the baby grew up with this kind of a imbalance in the neuromeningeal system and affect the internal organs in the later stage. Sorry, neuro what system? Neuromeningeal. Like, you know, the, right. the, the, the fascias, the, the lining that cover our spine. Oh, I see. Yeah, the nerve. So, so because when someone press it and then Yeah, like, it could be. Like, uh, right. yeah, our skull, you know, when, when you have Whoa. a first baby, uh, um, the, it can happen or the baby has a, a, a fall during the childhood you, you never know the baby might fall on the court seat and then yeah they, they, are, they are fine they are mobile but the lesions are there that it build up slowly mm-hmm. like yesterday I saw one young boy also like 14 year old with back pain 14 year old with back 14, pain yeah after, uh, after uh, basketball back pain so the mother right. brought, brought him here for treatment I said okay now I will not use the machine for treatment. The pe- uh, she she asked me to use the radio frequency machine. I said, "Yeah, that one put aside first. Let me do assessment." And when I do the assessment, I said, that "For a fourteen-year-old boy, the liver is too sluggish." And I do the shoulder range assessment. The right shoulder is limited, but this one was not brought to the attention to the mother. The mother was concerned with the the low back pain. Right. Like yeah, low back pain. Then I asked the history. Do you happen to have fall uh uh of the coccyx? Yeah, in the cockpit. Or do you have whiplash? You know, like uh, someone mm. hit you. You are in the sports. Maybe someone hit you, and then you have big fall mm. because your liver was showing signs of a uh, trauma mm. that bring all the way, to, and then it affects the right shoulder. And the boy said, "No, uh, I can't remember." Oh, then the mother said, "Mother said, yeah, you had a very bad fall once on your cockpit. You know, you slide and you hit your bum." But the boy said, oh, "I thought that was fine." I said, "No, that's not fine." So I prone him. I prone him and I test the, the, do the assessment on the sacrum. And it really, there's sign of distress at the coccyx bone. 
So we fix the coccyx bone. Which yeah. is that last bit the of last the bit spine. Of, yeah. Yes, the last bit of the spine, the, the cauda uh, equinal, the last nerve that comes out from the spine. That is a very powerful nerve. It affects uh, the whole nervous system. Yeah, and I have treated a lot of clients with this coccyx dysfunction with back pain. And one, ses- one session's done. No more complaint. <laughs> it is that's why I have been trying to urge all the local therapists like you know, try mm. to pick up visceral manipulations and don't just do the the, um, the standard, standard you know, yeah and you, you yes of, SOP yeah, thing yeah, right. and when I when I see the physio who said oh my client recovered after 10 sessions of physio after 40 sessions of physio and was like okay now if you pick up VM the client might not need 10 sessions with you right. what you are doing like sleep this in the research already says this even if you don't go for physio they can recover themselves mm. they, they go back themselves so after 14 sessions you thought that it's because of your physio work but, but somehow it could, it could be because of initial recovery yeah who knows huh, huh. Uh, so my uh, ever since I I practiced visceral manipulations the result was very good within the maximum sessions 6 sessions Done everything. That'll be fine for uh for a long, long time. How how do you got into this? How how what what brought you down this uh, path? Uh curiosity. Uh curiosity. I I specialize in stroke rehab for uh twenty four years. Now, right. And I have a, a very best, very good friend, also my mentor in Sydney. We worked together in uh Singapore Malaysia Hospital for quite some times. We were grad we graduated from the same university, and he's my junior. So one day. He touched base with me. He said, Oh, you know what? I have been practicing uh, this special technique for more than 10 years. And in it, Australia. In Australia. Right. So, and I, this technique bring me to another new level of treatment. I'm not doing symptom treatment. And this gives me a lot of satisfaction when I can pick up a liver tumor from my client. That is when it sparks my curiosity. I said, What are you doing? Like, you can pick up liver tumor. What, do, what craps are you talking about? Yeah. All right. So, he said, Come and join me for one 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 uh, uh course in Singapore, right? The first course I attended is in Singapore. I was really skeptical because I'm a very scientific person. I said that yeah, evidence based. Who right? can who can pick up a, a, a liver tumor, tumor with bare hand? Who can ever do that? Yeah, yeah. yeah which is exactly what's going exactly. through my head, right? <laughs> it's very comforting to hear it coming from yes. you as well. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, yeah. so I, I, I'm very. Curious, so I signed up for this course, the first level, and it really blew my mind. Not really blew my mind, because I don't learn anything from during the first course, really, because the, the technique was really out of my expectations. Like, uh, you touch your head, what are you supposed to feel? I can't feel anything. And during the course, we will learn, we will train how to palpate the liver, how to locate the liver and the cecum and all the, the few organs that is more, uh, uh, hardy to, to palpate in the first level. What do you mean palpate? Like, just. Like, you, you really have to, uh, locate the liver, right. how to, how to go into the liver and grab uh, it, grab it and oh, then do okay. the manipulations on it. Oh, That's right. the first level. First level, they, they teach us how to touch all these organs, which is hardy. You won't hurt it. By mistake. By, okay. All okay. right. So, so you can just grab, go in. Yeah, that's like, why Shopea Baro, uh, yeah, Shopea Baro designed the course very well for a new learner like us. Yeah, even if the colon, if you hurt it, you over, you, you press on it, it won't hurt. It won't change your shape. Yeah. The, the worst thing is that there's no result. There's no treatment result. That's okay. all. Okay. So when a level two, they put in, uh, more organs like the pancreas, the spleen, 
where it's more fragile. They expect you to be able to do better palpations, better technique, so that you can go to level two. Mm. Yeah, and in level two, level three, my hands get more and more sensitive and gets lighter and lighter because in level one, I remember my mentor was yelling at one one uh, student, stop walking into my liver. <laughs> stop walking because as a therapist, we are very hard. I am a stroke therapist, right? I have to carry patients. I really have to use a lot right. of force, grab them, do joint manipulations, do stretching. It's very hard. Well, it's really very forceful. Really mobile yes, we yeah our pain. yeah, and the yeah. you know like general clients also think a, a therapy session has to be hard, mm. painful to be effective. Yeah, yeah, right. That's what we think. Like That's massage why also is the same the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, the harder the better. The harder the better. But in visceral manipulations, it's the lighter the better. You have to be precise. Champagne said, "Precise is the word that helps us to get." to the point to be effective hmm. not how hard you are not how quick you are hmm. so the precision so we have to read we have to look at the anatomy book every day to make sure that we are precise so you just uh, want to press it hard enough at the we have to appreciate we, yeah okay. we, we have to appreciate and follow the fascia system we hmm. really have to we call it listening hmm. listening through the hand wow. like hmm. feel the tension feel what the organs trying to tell you hmm. yeah and to appreciate it. And we do a lot of induction. We don't force it out of the way. We really have to... Because we don't want to create a fight and flight system, defense system for uh, our body. You don't need to go because, into tension. Yes, we don't want. So our, our our body has a memory. So like, you know, like joint stiffness. The, the client came to me first session. I give him a lot of pain by doing manipulation, stretch, joint. The mm. next session, they come to me. The brain already starts tensing up. You don't have to mm. touch the joint. Oh. They already, they already try to guard, dissipate the pain, yeah. and so that is not what we want. That's what we want. So, yeah, after eleven courses in Chopin, I think I appreciate more from very skeptical uh, uh, therapists to not believing it. I start to believe mm. because I see a lot of even practicing on my parents or my or my family member. I, I, I before I set up the cleaning, I practice a lot of my own family members. And I see a lot of result. And the result was like, is it psychological? Mm. Or is it really that they have this response? Right. Yeah. But Could it, it be like a self-prophecy? Yeah, right? self-prophecy. Yeah. Say, yes. There's something wrong with their stomach and then they start, they, yeah, they start feeling yeah. better about it and then they're okay. Placebo, yeah, like basically. Yeah. 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 But no, because my kids, my, yeah, my, my kids come to me, mom, I have tummy ache. Okay, okay, I'll do something. And... The next day, because kids, they don't lie. They, they respond. Yeah. Even my, my, my own mother, when she has low back pain, the sciatica pain, the first thing she think was to have a painkiller, the jab. She wants to admit to hospital to have a painkiller jab. Mm. I said, no, let me help you. At first, she, she doesn't believe. She went to the hospital, admitted herself, get one jab. And that night, I said, that, okay, now don't have another second jab. Let me manipulate you. And... The lesion was her duodenum, right? So I manipulated her duodenum in the hospital bed. And the mm. next day, she, she discharged without the second jab. Mm. Yeah, one month later, pain-free. And my mom told me, Oh, Loi, that <laughs> doctor is pretty good. 
Uh, the painkiller, <laughs> the one jab, <laughs> the one jab can last so long. I said, Mom, that's crap. <laughs> painkiller don't last 24 hours. And the doctor, you don't remember the doctors tried to give you another second jab and I said, no, no need. You're painless now. You're pain free now. So we discharge. You forget? Do you forget that, that night I manipulate your duodenum in the bed? Mm. I said, Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. So after that, my mom wow. will come to me whenever she feels discomfort. So that is the elderly perception. So if I can change my mom's perceptions and I can sh- slowly try to promote, bring it to oh, yeah. the, the rest of the young people. Yeah. So it's extremely it's, yeah. it's extremely, yeah. It's really good to be like, you know, in your family. Treating your own parents is, is tough. It's difficult. It's very difficult. Uh. Your own and initially my mom uh, uh, disagreed. You know, I spent so much. I literally spent a lot, a lot of money on the right. courses. She said that in Singapore, and in Singapore, we have to go to Taiwan. Yeah. I know, like we follow the schedule. You know, we will really have to see which country holds the cost, holds the level that I, I, I want. Ah. Like VM one, two, three, four. Like sometimes Singapore have VM one, two. Oh, I need level three. I have to look through the website to find which mm. country are hosting level three and level mm. four. So we travel a lot. Mm. So my mom said that now, Loi, go ahead, complete the the cost because it really works. It works so well on everyone. I have a young boy who came to me with varicocele on the scrotum. The left uh, varicocele was swollen and you know varicocele is a varicose vein. Right. Yep. In the left side of the scrotum. Okay. Yeah. It will affect the health of the scrotum. So this little boy, no, not he's a young man, like 20, 20 year old young man came to me. I said that, you know what? He came to me with um, Acute low back pain. Not really varicocele. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. It's we acute low back, low back pain. But I pick up varicose vein because it was really funny. It, the lo- acute low back pain on the left side. Right. And it brought me to the left kidney. And the left kidney, instead of staying placed high up at above the umbilicus, it was tosis. It came all the way down below the umbilicus. Means and the I, kidney from a higher position. The went higher position went down. We call it tosis. Right. Yeah. Drop down. Right. And I told the boy. This kind of kidney will cause the poor blood flow to the uh, testis, to the urogenital right. organs on your left side. Right. Do you happen to have problem? And he said, I have varicose seal. <laughs> he knows. He knows. He knows. He, knows he, has, because he has. Pro- he has probably the swollen uh, scrotum. And I said that. So, all right. So you yeah, feel uncomfortable. Uh, probably. Very, yeah. Always yeah. uncomfortable. I said, yeah, because the kidney was tosis, it dragged the, the, the veins system and it blocked the blood flow from right. the very, uh, from the scrotum up to the kidney because the, the urogenital uh, blood flow has to go into the left kidney. Mm. With this kind of uh, positions, it twisted all the blood vessels and it impeded the normal flow of the blood. <laughs> so, so in the ca- left kidney came down, it pressed on the nerve, femoral right. nerve on the psoas muscles. That's why he has acute low back pain. So by manipulating the kidney back to the original positions, his, yeah, after a few back- months, yeah, after a few months, his back is gone. Right. Yeah, back pain gone, definitely. But I follow up with him. How about your swelling? Precocil. He says, swelling is not bad. I can't change the, the, the shape of the varicose vein because no, what we we do is improve the blood flow. Right, we can't right. recover the, the twisted vein. Right. But I changed the swelling. It was not swollen anymore. Like it was very comfortable to him. Right. The discomfort is gone. Oh. Uh, like minimized. Right. The condition is still there. 
But because the kidney are in place, the blood flow will recover better and the swelling will more or less re- reduce. Hopefully, still there. Yeah, co- I, I can't say that we can heal it. Mm. The, the, the structures change just as already there, mm. but we uh, man, man, manage the, uh, the, the symptom. Mm. Yeah, we, we give that a quality of life, right? Uh, better. But it's strange. So I, so it's bad for the boy. Like he went in for a back pain, and then turns out it's something wrong with his balls. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah it will. It will. Was his yeah. But, so I guess what you have to do is usually it's always organ based. It's all yes. This stream anybody is about organs, and the organs can be from uh, it's a thorax, the pleural, the lung, the heart, the pericardium, every organ in your body. You mentioned blue denim just now. Just I, I remember learning this in biology, but I forgot completely. I know, no. I what is it again? The duodenum. The du- duodenum is that the first, yeah, the the first part of the intestine that that attached with the stomach. Oh, yeah, okay, the stomach. Okay. The stomach. The stomach it's like a little leaf structure. It is a. It's a. Uh, yeah, it's a kind of C shape. Yeah. C shape right. around the umbilicals. Okay. That's why sometimes you have a duodenum ulcers. You have a stomach ulcers. Yeah, different. I uh, my anatomy improved so much after I attended the course. <laughs> if I like three years ago, I can't even um palpate the cecum. I I don't even know where is the liver. You know the topography of the liver. But now I I when I look at you, I look at I can I can see everything. I can see through your organs. I don't know. because it's like to me to me it's become like three D. Yeah. It's amazing. But of course, practice makes perfect. You really have to practice it every day. So, yes. so is, is this course for anybody with a passion for learning or do uh, you have to like certain like, no, background? No, certain background. Jean-Pierre, Jean-Pierre uh, we, we, lately we have received an email uh, from Jean-Pierre saying that, uh, that he's concerned that some country they offer to non-medical practitioners for the courses and he is really concerned. He doesn't want anyone to, to come in the course because the quality and, might be affected. Yes, then. quality might be affected. And then the, who who will lose the patients, right. the client? Yeah. So in in Malaysia, I am the organizer for this course. I right. will only ask those manual therapists, especially physio, mm. chiro, or anyone like Rofels who has an anatomy background, mm. who is dealing with a lot of manual work, mm. to come and join us. I have a client uh, who wants to come, but I said, no, you are not a medical background. We right. cannot take you in the course. Yeah, even though you said that you want to learn just for your own family members, I said, it's quite tough. Because oh. you have to partner with a, a medical staff, right? In the in the course, you have to practice on, on the manipulations and all this. It well, will, it will affect. Say, when you say medical background, they don't necessarily have to be doctors. No, uh, therapist. We target more on the therapist. When I bring in the course, I have uh, the physio in mind because our teachers say that this is a missing link in the rehab world. Right. Physio always look at the skeletal system, joint, mm. muscles, mm. joint, muscles, mm. spine. Yeah. But mm. this is a missing link. If you put in the organs, you can appreciate what causes the stiffness in your spine. It's not that mm. the spine wants to fuse up. There's a lot of pulling from the front. Mm. I have a, a a younger who has scoliosis, right? When I check the scoliosis, it's not the bone that attract me; it's her pelvis, it's her uterus, and I and I check the the system, uterus level was L four five, and then uh she has stomach problem. I asked her where do you have a st- gastric problem. She said yeah, because the biggest twist was the L one where where the stomach, you know, pylorus came out, and she has she has massive um uh menstruation pain. And gastric pain. And oh. that's the level that the spine twists. 
So I said, yeah, by releasing the pulling from internal organs, they can, they can continue with the, the exercise based uh, therapy. Mm. They can correct their muscles, balance, and then spine. So I am asking the therapist to look at this level first before you ask the client to do your, the exercise. Mm. It will be more helpful for the client. Instead so of fighting with the food, right yes, away, and yes. then like when it's more relaxed, you can rebuild the muscle. Correct. Yeah, I have yes, I have a uh, I have another nineteen uh, year old boy came to me with a very bad scoliosis, mm. right, spasm in the upper back. So the friend who referred uh, him to me was uh, a friend in distant manipulation course in Singapore. So mm. this is his nephew. So I was like, okay, can you help me with, to, to look at my nephew for this severe scoliosis? I said, yeah, let me let me handle him. Yeah, you know what? The he was a river C at the thorax level, and when I do the listening, the GL, it brought me to the right lung, and the right lung was so tight it pulls the spine to the right side. That's why the the boy was doing a lot of the the spine. Um, so uh, he's leaning this leaning, way. Leaning this wow. way, yeah, and the muscles was really tense on the right upper thorax. Is there a reason why though? Like why why specifically like? Yeah, sometimes it's, a, it's like um lung infections. You no, know? right. yeah, it can cause the pleura to get a heal. You know the sliding or the posture. Sometimes it compress the lung, and then when all our organs have a sliding surface, mm. if you stop sliding, they will heal. So once they heal, they will have they will pull. They limit the normal movement of the the organs, right. and then this build up slowly. So it, it doesn't happen overnight. If there's no trauma, right, it doesn't happen overnight. You always have a, a back history. You can go back to the long time ago where you, the childhood, you might have uh, asthma, might have uh, lung infections when he was a young kid. And this was, yeah, we would say, okay, now after infections, you thought that nothing wrong, right? Yeah. But the tissues have memory. The tissue is still not healing. Mm. Yeah, the infection might be gone, but the tissues is there. It heal and it slowly it affect how the lung move. No, when you say when you say the tissue has memory, yeah, mean, all the tissues, man. I mean, is it like you know they remember that they're not supposed to grow this way, or is it something more uh, like evolution where no, uh, over all, time they know that if embryo- I, this okay. happens, it, it yeah. hurts, so yes. I'm not going to grow this way. Or it, it will, but all our embryo. When we look at the embryo, it grows. Our mm. tissues grow from the central, grow out. So we, our all our organs are moving towards the central and move out. We call it XP and spear. These are the memory of the our t- cells. It has to go back to the original, to the embryo stage, and it goes out. So all when we when we do the assessment, mm. we assess how each organs move. If any organs that doesn't move according to to the rate or to the axis of movement. We said that these organs are dysfunction. So That's it, why. So, for example, if my lungs are is sitting right here, right, yeah. close to my chest, so it, it rotates in the, the rotates yes, the lung have to rotate right. this way. Right, yeah. each each lobe will move differently. They have their own uh, plane of axis, right? The lower lobe they, they move uh, diagonally, and, and the upper lobe they move whether I actively draw breathing. Yes, yes, no, like, it doesn't matter. We call it mobility. The right. the the organ itself is moving. The organ, ah. yes, it is, yeah, your organ is as moved. It doesn't move according to the breathing, but it is even if you stop breathing, right, it's still moving according to the. So that's the memory since like birth. Birth, yes. Okay. And when we talk about the the memory, means I see when you have vaccine, right? Mm. Your your body cells remember the T cells remember the 
the virus that you introduce to the body. So yeah. they remember. Yeah, so they produce so the yeah, antibody. To, yes, yes. This is part of the, the uh, example where our body have the memory. I think it's crazy uh, because we tend to think of memory as the things that we learn and retain and then we recall. And yeah. it's a brain thing. Yeah, and, and it's, it's a, a brain, brain thing. thing. It's not a body yes. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So one of my one of the because I met you again a couple months couple weeks yeah, back couple, only actually. Yeah. Couple weeks back, yeah. Yeah. And when she told me about your body as memories, the memory is stored in the cell, I was like, wait a minute. Uh, hmm. In my body? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's it's very fascinating and uh yeah, but how how is it that you go, like how can you explain a bit like how like you put your like usually you start the treatment by putting uh by watching the posture, posture and then you put check a hand the range on the of moment, yes on the put head, head like, on the head try to look at the tension right. system where the body hug yeah know, so where your body leans to so by putting your hand on the head am I right to say that you are trying to find out where which organ is like turning a bit weirdly yeah yeah no, see, our body hug the lesions when right. we put the hands on the head right we are feeling the fascia system to where my hands was attracted to mm. right if you have stomach problem we will we don't see your body leaning like that but we will feel a pull internally towards your stomach so it's like a little you tension might, yeah, is it it's like a tension pop, pop you, like yeah, you might not, we might not see you leaning towards it right but we will feel it through our hands, through our hands, do that part that your body is trying to hug. Right? Right. And then we do the range of motions that we have a few tests to confirm. It's not only the head touching. Now, the head touching, we have to, we have to do a local listening. We have to do a lot of tests to confirm that this is the organ. This mm. is it that we need to deal with today. Mm. Right? And I hear the, the word manual therapy, right? Why yeah. can't, I'm sure there's a machine that can do this. Uh, like there is MRI no, or something. No, the, or, or MRI, they, they are still image, right? They are still image. They can't tell you what's wrong. Like even if you like uh have stomach disorder, there's gastroesophageal problem, right? We can we can detect whether you have gastroinflux or not by feeling the tensions, right? There is one sign that they tell me when you have mm. a, a tight tension that pulls my hands up to the sideoid, to the cardiac regions. Mm. And there's a sign. So there's, there's no there's machine a, there's a, right now to say like... No machine. Even no if machine. you do the endoscopy, what you can see is the in, inner lining of the stomach. But you don't, you don't, you can't see the real picture of how the stomach moves. Right. Like I have client who come to me with left neck pain. She came to me, yeah, it's a young girl. She said, oh, I have neck pain. It's very uncomfortable. Right? Okay. But when, she, when I do the assessment, <laughs> <He's feeling yeah. laughs> when I do the assessment, I found that, hey, your stomach is not moving at all. Your stomach is quiet. It's, we call it frozen stomach. Actually, frozen I, stomach? Yes, frozen stomach. We, we call it the, any organs that is not moving. Not moving at all. Yeah, we call it frozen. So I do the, uh, the technique on the stomach. That session is just stomach, right? She went back. One week or two weeks. I asked her to come back for a review two weeks' time. Came back. She said, Evelyn, my pain totally gone. Not only gone, for the first time in my how many years and I like, I, I start hearing my stomach squishy, the sound. And my stomach is alive. I said, yeah, your stomach is now digesting food properly. And before that, she used to have bloated tummy, a lot of air. She thought it was fat. But I said, no. I said, you know, you know what? After your, your manipulations, for the dead two weeks, I keep farting. I keep <laughs> farting. And my stomach was like grinding and I can hear my stomach moving. I said, what? Well, my stomach is there. 
Huh. Yeah, and ever since then, she said that the tummy flattened and she has no more neck pain and she she said that she f- eat well, she mm. digests food very well. So then I said that there is a slight effect of our manipulations. We not only manage your pain, but we bring back the wellness of your the body, organ. yeah. organs. So I have a lot of feedback that like, came to me with back pain, but after that, they, they went back, they said, oh, my uh, my poo, my toileting habits improve." Yeah, because your your system functions. Which may seem like completely unrelated things for us. Unrelated, yeah. yeah. So we, we don't know really about this whole connectivity of the, uh, yeah, the we body, don't know. right? Mm. Well, I kind of experienced it a couple of sessions. So I, I found an appreciation. So when I was speaking to... Uh, you found a lot. It's not his dysfunction. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I sleep way, way better. I sleep way better. And uh, like I think previously you talk about stress and this is the... Like you did this... Around my body. Like, oh, that's the level we call manual thermal evaluation. It's my latest right. course. I, right. I uh, came back uh, last month, November. Yeah, this is my latest yeah. course. Level Sydney, 5, right? Sydney. Sydney. Yeah. yeah. Manual thermal evaluations. Right. Um, through this one, this is an, uh, another tools in my uh, assessment. We, other than the physical test, mm. this is, um, we pick up emotional problem. Right. So we, pick up, uh, we pick up, we pick up, the slightest change of heat in your organs that emit from the dysfunctional organs. When we when we do the the ten cm right. scan, right, our hands will be drawn to a area where it's abnormally it hotter, hotter it? or sometimes it's a de- more dense. Some because our sensory are different. But this is a this is a non contact test. Non contact test. Non contact. So we uh we are doing this, and uh, I I really appreciate this technique because for um with kid. Uh, I pick up that there's an emotional link of uh, this girl brother because the last time he came to me uh, it's always very physical I can only uh, help him through the physical way of mm. uh, um, but doing the physical doesn't doesn't help 100% if there's an emotional link to the brain right. the brain still remember the pain still remember uh, the, right. the emotion so once he stands up the brain will start sending signal to that organs and it will create a symptom again the same symptom so when right. we have the recurrent symptom that cannot be solved through the, the manipulations it is helpful to do the amenothermal evaluation so all my clients come to me I will put in all this assessment just to see if they have this emotional link that I need to help them with so that they don't have to suffer the same same symptom anymore. Right. So I like to share a bit of my experience, right? Yeah. So it's it's a bit because I haven't seen uh, uh Evelyn for a good few months. A good few months. A good few uh, months. Uh, yeah, things long. has been well. Yeah, things <laughs> for my body. I was like, okay, I don't need this. I can just relax and everything. Mm-hmm. And then I went to see you. I was lying on the the the, the bench. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then she started doing this. I thought like. Dude, yeah. this is like some Reiki, yeah, Reiki, freaky dicky stuff. And yeah, then, like, yeah. Oh, just scan. Yeah, she's just yeah, scanning. Like, like, just yeah, basically yeah. just exactly yeah, what I'm doing. Uh, like, she's just scanning for heat. heat so right? Yes, for abnormal uh, Yeah, tensions. and then she pointed to my gallbladder and I was like, okay, I don't really feel it. But when she pressed, I was like, oh, it really feels really, really sore. Yes. It's like when someone massages you on your shoulder and then you're like, oh, that yeah. sour feeling. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that that bro. So like, I felt it there. It's very refreshing journey. Right. Yeah, gum yeah. are covered by a lot of us uh, nerve. Yeah. yeah, and it's weird because the next part is even freakier. The next yeah. part is even freakier. She literally had me lie down. She close put, eyes. Yeah, yeah, close my eye. One hand on the bottom of my scalp, my, uh, my head here, and then another on my scalp. 
and, and you are asking me questions. Uh, yes, yes. Like, without saying anything. Without saying anything. Like, we we were work? doing the brain dialogue. This is part of the we call it we emotional. Even asking you questions. No, no. This is the it parts of the. Uh, yeah, in level six, I'll, I'll be better. But this is level five. It's just introductions to the emotional uh, release. So it's called a brain dialogue. We call it it's called brain dialogue. Right. So we are asking the brain tissues. We have a, a we call parietal emotional lobe on our right side. Uh, that's what Jean Pierre found. A lot of our emotional issues are stored in this area. The right so hemisphere of the brain. The right hemisphere is the parietal okay. hemisphere and the frontal near the, this one. So when we pick up that is emotional link of this organ to with the brain, we will we will use this technique. Not everyone needs the technique. Not everyone needs. So, so you pick up the the emotional part from of the heat. The, yeah, from the heat. Right. But at, at this ten ten cm is more functional. If if the if this organ push me up to about thirty cm and I and then I will still feel the energy oh, feel. Feel the Yes, yes. Oh, okay. It's like kind of like. Uh, we call magnetic field. It's it's more like a magnetic magnetic field. I want to get into that a bit more later. <laughs> yeah. Just, right, so right. and uh, and office, yeah. and yeah, I said that okay, kid, you do need this uh, technique uh, because you have emotional link uh, to the organ brain and organ. I need to release it so that you you don't suffer from this organ so much. Uh, right. with your hands. Right. Uh, and then we do the brain dialogue. We there there are process. Uh, there are certain tech way to do it like, right. are, like you know do landing blah blah blah. But you don't and say anything. We don't say anything. We, we, don't say anything. We, we don't say anything. We, we just we will we are asking the brain through the hand, and that that the brain the the brain tissues will answer us through the close ending questions like yes or no. We we cannot answer. How old are you? We we can't. We will say like okay now is this a thank you? It's a close ending questions. But when when the, the, when there's a yes, my hands will be drawn into the brain tissues, and if it's no, it'll push my hands out there. So how we we get into. <laughs> Yes, Man, yes, is, I know, I know. When, is, during the course, during the course, this is an, I tell you, I was also kind of freaking out. I thought, what? But it works. It really works. Before I attend this level five, I always question my mentor. How can you pick up? Because two years back, uh, before I organized the course in Malaysia, he came here to do a demo for the local therapist and show people what is called this VM. And there's one, uh, old lady. Oh, our demo case, oh, she came in for the treatment. I said, okay, now. And then he was doing the treatment, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then he, he told the lady, you don't have physical problem. Whatever you have are more emotional. And five years ago, there are two men in your life that cause the symptom. Whoa. And so I was like, two men. And then, yeah, he can pick up two men. And then, um, five years ago. And the, the problem is, how do you know five years ago? How can you ask? How can, that was two years ago. And I keep, how can you do this? What kind of technique is this? I said, you, you will reach that level. He asked me, you will reach that level. <laughs> so, and then when, 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 when the daughter, yes, and when the daughter of this old lady told me, my goodness, five years ago, my mom really have problem with my dad because my dad passed away and my youngest brother, only brother divorced. So ever since then, my mom always complained of heart problem, Man. headache, whole body ache. And they know that it was due to the emotional issue. It's not a physical issue because they have been bringing her to see a lot of doctors. There's, there's nothing. Physically, she's So she do fine. all the scan and everything. Yeah, she's, yeah. It's just that she, the old lady always complained pain, pain, not comfortable. But it was an emotional issue. So now, after I, I, I took the VM5, then I realized, oh, dude, I can do the same thing. <laughs> I can. When, when I finish my level six, I so could be as good. So when you're doing good. VM6, I want to yeah, come I will, back. Yeah, 
You are more sensitive to heat, for example. So you hold um, the no, cup because, of because, coffee. Uh, it is no, no, no. It's <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> there's, there's, there's no. It is just the sensory part. It's like uh, when when I use my hand, my dominant hand, this dominant hand can pick up faster and better. Right. So I don't. I I can even do the scanning now on you. So is this a rough assessment? Because this MTE is for us to zoom in the level and then check whether this is physical or lesions or emotional lesions mm. and we have to go in to do the general listening and local listening to confirm again. But this and other tools is so not... So there's like a few things Yeah, it's, the to like really, it's more. Yeah, so give us more precisions because right. what we want is we have to be precise. Right. Right? And we, we I, our, our goal is to cure you or to settle all your problems within one session. That's my goal. But right. of course, if, if you can settle your session within three, your problem within three sessions is still better than 10, 15 sessions that, you know, never ending kind of treatment. So that is my goal. I really hope I can reach this level when my guru reach. Right. I'm, I'm coming to see you soon. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> here's the crazy, here's the crazy thing. She identified I had some anxiety issue like anxiety. way back to one year old. Year old, one year old. No, I was like, you were one year old. When I was yeah, one yeah, year old. I was yeah. asking, I was really strange. I was like, can this guy remember? Evidently not. Uh, Evidently yeah. not. But I was like, that time I was, I was having a lot of stress in my life and I was like, you know, I was also looking back to certain reasons why I cannot move forward when I make decisions. Mm. Like, why is it so difficult for me? Why, why do I have so much anxiety when I want to take the next step? Mm. And I realized, like, okay, my child, I have certain, like, issues with my parents where it, that, even though it's been a long time, mm. yeah, it's still that. It's still stuck. And there, there's that, that trauma there that, that, that is holding me back because the fear comes from then, not from now. Now I'm fine. Mm. So it's quite weird. Yes. Yeah. So when she says, like, one is, I'm like, oh, holy shit. Because I remember my mom said when I was young, I cry non-stop, bro. Yeah. I cry non-stop. My mom go to the market without me, I'm just, you know, <laughs> afraid yeah, to be alone. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, Because when, when, when I asked him this question, after I finished the treatment, I was like, you know, you know, what I asked the brain was like, okay, how, like, uh, is this 10 year old? Is it below 10 year old? And then it brought me all the way to one year. I said, oh, strange, one year. Okay, now. And then one year, what can the baby do when you, okay, I asked the brain, are you alone? And the brain said, yes. Are you in the dark room? Yes. Are you crying? Yes. Are you scared? Yes. That is when all this yes, yes, yes quickly connect me, my hands, to the gallbladder. And they, okay, the treatment start. So what we want is that the connection from brain cells to the organs that we pick up. Hmm. Right? And when the connection start, so wow, that was like, okay, now we have to wait for the, for the moment when all this disperse, right? The connection soon. Mm. Then we complete the train. That's when I asked him, do you remember that one year old, this is this? And then he was like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I just said, okay, this is what I pop, I, I, I brought yeah. up. And he had to go back and di- digest all yeah. this. He has to face this and digest. And I sent him the reading about uh, the organs, like gallbladder. How do you look after the organs through the psychosocial uh, control and then nutrition-wise, yeah. you also have to look after the organ because the organ is distressed from the emotion. Mm. 
mm. right? And it's not functioning very well. So you have to look after it from the nutrition point of view and also mm. emotional point of view. Try to disperse. Yeah. Try so to so to recap, it. right? What what you found out was that some form of emotional stress. Yes, in affected the gallbladder. Yes, which then affects other parts of your body. Other parts, yep. yeah. The gallbladder. There's one phrenic nerve from the neck. Yeah, go a all a the neck, way down, and uh, yes, yeah. The I had a neck problem and the scapular yeah. problem. That's where the river pain from gallbladder. So there is a, a lot of connections from the visceral. We call it visceral osteoarticular connections. So I'm going to this. I'm next year. I have this course taught by Jean Pierre Barrow to to uh, to learn what is the level of the or the spine or the osteoarticulars that mm. affected by the visceral. So we, we know like the stomach is T6, gallbladder is always the, the next C45, liver also C45, shoulder, mm. left shoulder from the stomach, right shoulder from the liver, and now it can be from kidney. So these and are like these are like these the, are, the highways of our body. Yes, yeah. yes, the, where it will affect the right, pain, right. the kind of pain like you know when you have a medial side of a left knee or uh, the knee pain, it could be from the cecum. No, because we look look at anatomy, the cecum are just com- uh, uh, the the nerve from the lumbar plexus run under the cecum. So when the cecum are not mobile, it's pressing on the nerve. They have mm. to pass through mm. the cecum. So I have a lot of. Lady who came to me with knee pain, knee discomfort, but I said there's no pathological change in your knee. There's no swelling. There's nothing. So, it so came when from the yeah, and then when we do the yeah, when we do the listening, da, 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 it goes to all the way to sickum. So what we do is manipulate the sickum, free up the skin for the adhesions, let the sickum move freely so it don't compress on the nerve, mm. and the symptom gone immediately. But, I mean, I was gonna say surely that cannot happen in one session, but it happens you- in one session. Most of my nerve compression case one sessions. But then once I leave your 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 it is lasting. And then do I have to do no I have to do a lot of work? No. A physio would tell me to go home and you basically for visceral manipulations you don't. I will send you the the reading about how to look after your organs through the nutrition part. Some the exercise that if you I have a client who has a lung issue, Mm. I'll say okay now you with the lung issue Stop smoking, you know, like do more singing, do swimming, this kind of exercise to help the lung. Mm. Yeah, but not the physical exercise like you have to move the joint, blah, blah, blah. Not really. I guess it's like targeted. Targeted the organs, mm. yes. The exercise is really yeah. for the organ, like more like a psychosocial, the whole body uh, wellness kind of exercise sometimes. Mm. Like the, the, the young lady that I told you who I pick up has uh, cardiac tensions. I asked her to go for singing. Right, do mm. more walking. Let the the heart release the tension. So these are more like general exercise yeah, for the organs. When I was doing my research on this as well, uh, there, there's there's a particular sect of yoga that when you do and because you're putting a position in somewhat, if if you're stressed all the time, you tend to close up. The yes, chest. yes. And if you do a lot of yoga that requires you to open up the upper mm. side, some people actually cry mm. because apparently, yeah. like they are not used to like being here suddenly open exposed up, yes. themselves to trauma Correct. They, the body remembers mm. they remember then it's yeah, they are, yes yeah. yes it is yeah so my level <sighs> of help is like I'm not so much into exercise so after I, I release the visceral part mm. of the lesions I'll say okay now you need to do this exercise maybe you have to see this uh, yoga pilates you know you can continue to maintain the, the well-being of your body yeah mm. because my specialty is to release attention in your organs 
to help you disperse the tensions, the emotional part to, to help you regain the function of the organ. So when your organs function properly... So that also can... means that not just that if you drink a lot or if you play a lot of sport and then you get like a sudden injury or trauma, but emotionally as well, if you're if you're very stressed at work, can yes. you get like you you get actual health problems? Yes, yes. Like you know, when you are stressed, your sympathetic nervous system, which innervate all the organs, right? They literally shut down all the organs in your abdomen, reduce the blood flow, stop digesting food. You know, the bowel don't move. You don't mm. go to the toilet because when mm. you are running for your life, you don't go to the toilet. Yeah, because right, the, the blood flow, response, yes, the and then yeah, yes, right, yeah. So the you have more blood flow pump to the heart. Your your lung are expanding more. You need more oxygen there. So mm. the organs are are least important issues when you are stressed. Oh, so now yeah, the, the no okay. modern day stress are work stress, you yeah. know, like life stress, money stress. That you yeah. you you thought that you are managing. You are not like fighting a a beast, but this kind of modern stress are hidden stress. Nobody aware. Right. Ah. Uh, so, so how, how do our listeners... So like, when the body... Yeah, the body can cope when the stress are within the threshold. Yeah, because I, right? I, I definitely know a lot of people in the corporate environment and they work like 12 to 16 hours a day yeah. with very demanding clients, very demanding boss and these are all ambitious people, you know? And yeah. like, I understand the mindset because I came from that corporate environment before as well and like, if you're not stressed, it's like you're not doing enough work. Yeah, you know, you and, use, and it's very counterproductive. Yeah. yeah, because when you're stressed, so you don't, you don't tend to think as well. That's why I realized you don't tend to think more. You just want to get the job done, mm. and sometimes you don't know whether you get the job done correctly or not. But you just want to get it done. Yeah. You want to please your boss. You want to please the client. That's why it's quite unhealthy. Yeah. So how is it that we can like manage if you know you can't take yourself out of a stressful environment? Mm. If some of our listeners probably cannot, they 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 want to be a high achiever. They have to put in the hours, and therefore they will be exposed to stress. But how do we like? Is there a way to lower it? To to make it more manageable. Well, the many, well, exercise is a form of de-stressing because exercise uh, 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 induce serotonin that make you happy, make your organ mm. happy. But of course, with when your body can still cope with the stress, you will not have musculoskeletal system. There will no pain no pain sign. Mm. When you have suffered from pain sign, that means the body are say that enough. That's enough. I need some help, right? right. So. So so long as uh, so long as I said you have everyone have to know learn uh how to manage stress. I can't right. tell you like you have to do this to, to manage stress, but everyone copes with stress differently. Mm. So sometimes when like, reading book can de-stress you, then you do more reading book. Mm. Alright. You take your time off the work. So mm. some people they, they they need to hit the gym to de-stress. Then go ahead and go to the gym. Get yourself work out. No, mm. sweat it out. So everyone is different. Everyone is different. So you need to find a baseline, the baseline of how you yeah, relax. Correct. So like like me, I I used to be stressed. I I'm, I'm I work fast. I'm very fast paced. But now I I learn. Okay, I'm doing manual lymphatic drainage. That is a form of de-stressing. So when I do manual lymphatic drainage with my client, I cool myself down. She goes into parasympathetic mode. I also go into parasympathetic mode. What's parasympathetic mode? So it's a, Parasympathetic is a contrast from sympathetic, right? Sympathetic right. innovate and like make you agitated. Right. Parasympathetic is when sympathetic are decreasing, parasympathetic came out and work. And that's where parasympathetic will increase the bowel movement. Uh, in yeah. And so the, it relaxes you the whole yes, right. that your heartbeat comes down and you know, the all all the systems slow down. Parasympathetic is a slow down. It's a kind of night mode. Right. Sympathetic is a day mode. 
Right. Parasympathetic is a night work. So night you relax. Day you are agitated. So we want our system to go into parasympathetic mode to de-stress. Mm. So to me, doing mental lymphatic is de-stressing. Reading a book, de-stressing. So that is my way of de-stressing. So mm. you have to find what uh, makes you happy, you know, what can take your job away from you. So if your body cannot cope, you can look for us. We will find out which organs that are suffering more from your stress and mm. we help you to release, you know, bring down the tension so that you don't hit the threshold that create a pain or, or discomfort level. Mm. Oh. Yeah, I think a lot of people today, yeah, they live with stress that, you know, even if it's to the point of, you know, muscul- musculoskeletal oh, pain, pain. Uh, they just think it's normal. It's they just think, yeah, they, people live with being pain. a hard worker. Yeah, that's why. That's why I have. I have a lot of friends yeah. who have all kinds of problems: back aches, stomach aches. Yeah, they can't like a lot of bowel issues. Yeah, who, to, you know, they just say it, it's, just it's my normal. Body, yeah. yeah, they yeah. they go to pharmacy, they pop in some pills, and thought that okay, well, that's it, I cure. But no, you are like just suppress the symptom. But yeah, the problem so is still there. From now the problem might be even yes, worse. Yes, even worse. Because I you're mean, sweeping even, the problem me, down. Like, I have like a back ache that, you know, comes and goes now and then. Is it the clicking one that you told me before? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know. The pros, yeah. We'll we'll do an assessment yeah. and what uh yeah, what what is causing the, the imbalance in your uh. spine, yeah. So yeah, I, I you mentioned just now about energy, right? The the way that you you do these non-contact scans where huh. you either scan somebody's scalp or around places where it hurts. Like, a lot of people believe in this whole energy uh, field. I guess there's there's two sides of the there's coin, right? sides, Some people yeah. who completely believe in it. Um, you know, sometimes I feel like it's a little bit baseless that people believe yeah, in it. Yeah, it's like Qigong healing, Reiki. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's and hard to believe. You have yes. also, you know, scientific way of dealing with it. Yeah. Yeah, when Champier uh, uh, came up with this manual thermal evaluation, he did uh, design a thermometer that can detect the, the temperature of the body. So there's a research based on this one, right. and he, he did it in and uh, it's on specific France. Regions, yes. Right? So they, they were like doing the scan, like, mm. like pick up the, the heat of the body. And Champagne will, will, will tell you, okay, now this is the area that will raise. And then they will come and, and check. Yeah, mm. it raised. So it's really very, oh. very objective. It's not mm. like, oh, I said it's raised, it's raised, but there's no measurement. He did. He have this special thermometer that can scan the skin and they correlate and it was right. Whatever they pick up, it shows up in the uh, thermometer. So that is why he came up with this book with manual thermal evaluations and he came up with this course and now uh, this is what we are doing now. What is his story though? How how does he like came out with this? Well, Jean Pierre. Well, yeah. this is I think uh, forty six years ago. Right, it's, it's when he was still a physio uh, in France, uh, he worked uh, in the hospital. He deal with a lot of pulmonary uh, disorder patients. So that's why he he sees uh, more than hundred thousand of cases already. Mm. It's based on the the numbers of clients that he sees. He came up with all this book. Mm. So what but what makes him learn osteopath? Because this what we learn are partly from osteopath, which exists in Europe for more than hundred years mm. ago. It's just that Jean Pierre refined it, uh, refined tune it, and put it into practice, like uh, reintegrate into the physio, like mm. rehab. So he he make it more systematic. Yeah, so it was one particular case that he saw for back pain. You know, he was treating the the client with the normal physio technique, 
And then one week the client came back and, uh, well, I'll say that the symptoms are all gone. But the client told him, no, it's not because your physio work that cured me. I went to this massage with this guy in my home, blah, 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 blah. And, no, it solved my back pain. It solved all the pain that I have. So oh. that is, that is what Jean Pierre start thinking. What is this kind of a soft tissues manipulation or massage that mm. this patient? So ever, yeah, from there, he learned, he picked up all this. That was 40 years, six, right. 46 years ago. Right. Yeah. And now he is, uh, yeah, he is, um, I call the founder of this, uh, Baral Institute. How old is this guy now? He is a 76 and he's, and still giving courses and yeah, flying all over the world. He is so mm. active. He's so healthy. Um, yeah, we feel privileged to be in his class, of course. He is a very humble guy. Right. Till now, with uh, 46 years of, uh, uh, experience, he still tell us, no one is perfect. I'm not the best therapist in the world. Right. I just know a little bit more to share with you, to teach you, but never stop learning. This, that was really, really, uh, inspiring. inspiring yeah. yeah, it's very inspiring. So, because it does seems like the people who are really, really good at what they do, they never they stop are, learning. They always, learning. They, yeah. it's always the same story. They, Til, they work, yeah, tirelessly many, many years and, even when they are old, they still want to share. They still feel correct, like there's more correct. to learn. Human body are very yeah. uh, amazing. So. I I think I think it's very underrated because like for when I speak to some of my friends who are doctors or even when I see, uh, so why I have my hand pain uh very very early on in maybe four five years ago, mm-hmm. I went to see a specialist, and he did his standard test on nerve and, and this and that on my hand because I say it's my hand, right? So he did it on my hand. He did it a bit on my neck and then decided that my pain is phantom pain. It's psychologically driven. And he told me like, you're fine. Nothing is wrong with you. And I was like sitting down there and I'm paying this guy 200, 200 plus per session for, for consulting, right? And he, when I told him about what I read about, you know, uh, repetitive stress injury, mm. all these things, he asked me like, which doctor tell you? Which, uh, it's a very condescending tone. Uh, which physio tell you? He don't know anything one. Why you believe to all this? It's not, it's baseless science. And it seems like some of the, it's not, obviously it's not all, but I think some of the, the, the MDs, they, they are very dogmatic in the sense that they just focus on what they learn. They learn yeah. It's, that's it. It's, it's very and, uh, What they yeah, learn is narrow. the, what they learn is the best. What they learn is, is the it's scientific science. ones. It's science, science, yes. Yeah. But, when they first cutting people open back in the middle ages, I, I don't, I think that they think it's hokey as well, right? Yeah, I know. People, people back then would have felt about, what? I got a, a cyst here and you want to cut me open and remove it? Are you nuts? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they, 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 they the people back then feel the same way that we feel like, oh uh, yeah, this yeah, therapy, yeah, this yeah, is really, yes. Voodoo, yeah. voodoo. You know, like I, I have one, uh, this special client. When I first, um, not the first, when I first started my cleaning, there was this young lady, not really young, like 40, 40, 44 year old. She suffered with this neck pain, right neck pain for one and a half year. She traveled everywhere, Cairo package, 8,000 plus package, mm. physio, spent, 10 over 1,000 doing MRI, you know, and doctors find nothing. Doctors say that you are fine for MRI, there's nothing. And then this, she was so pissed off, she demand, I don't care, I pay you so much for the scan, you have to fix me. And then what the right. doctor write is, physiotherapy. And then she said, crap, I have done ample session of physiotherapy, nothing solved my neck pain. And when she was, she was to this extent that she really go into depression, she was like so yeah. mad. She can't sleep well for one and a half year. Because you travel to Singapore, see my friend with this fantastic machine called Indiba Active. Indiba Active mm. is a fantastic radio frequency machine. It's very good. 
So she have three sessions of Indiba Active. It, it really saw her pain for a while, but the pain keep coming back. Mm. All right, it was temporarily relieved, temporarily. So when she knew that I invested in a Indiba Active in my clinic, she came back to KL and looked for me. Mm. And during that particular session, I said that, uh, let me do the assessment as what I always do, right? Mm. I do the GL, I do the LL, and I do the assessment. It brought me to the liver, and the liver was mechanical problem, and I asked her, do you have whiplash, the history of whiplash? Three, four, five years ago? She said, yeah, I have two whiplash, five years oh. ago. Two whiplash. Yeah, and then you have gastric yes. dysfunction. You have gastric problem, right? Because the liver brought me to the stomach, and was like, these two organs are very closely connected. Say you, your stomach also not very doing very well. Yeah, she said yes. When I have my stomach cramp, I really fainted. I can roll on the floor and I faint. It was so bad, excruciating pain. It has bothered her for so long. I said, okay, now for this session, trust me, I'm not going to use Indiba with you. Indiba is so much costly. I can earn so much more, but then I I don't want because it will not solve your problem. Trust me, I will not touch your neck, but I'll treat your liver. That was about two years ago. So what I did, I just manipulate the liver, do whatever champagne course taught me. And then she went back. Two days later, she called me. Evelyn, I want to see you again. I said, what? You know what? For the first time in one and a half years, my pain gone 80%. Oh, I was like, the pain gone down 80%. I said, okay, yeah, come see me in one week's time. And that, ta- that session, I fixed her liver and the stomach. Yeah, okay, because this is the, the residue that I need to work on you. So other second sessions, neck pain totally gone. Stomach pain gone. And I stopped my session. By third session, I said that you can be discharged from visceral manipulation. You don't have to see me anymore, but you can continue with your yoga, your pilates, whatever exercise that make you feel better. Mm. Yeah, because the neck pain stopped her from doing also exercise. It really bothers right. her. So she can't do a lot, all this active exercise. Now, yeah, from now on, you can... Yeah, carry on with your normal exercise. And one month later, she called me again. I said, what well, was the problem? She said, I, I have to blame you because after you treated my liver, my mood was so good. My digestive system was so good. I put on 4 kg. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is the best news. I said, oh, that is good, isn't it? You were so skinny. I like, well, yeah. until now, she is never called me anymore. You know, the neck mm. pain is literally gone. Mm. By third sessions, that that's one of my best case. So after that, uh, she she's a believer. She called me voodoo therapist. Uh, <laughs> I say I'm not voodoo therapist. I'm really really very scientific. It's really the nerve connections from the uh, from the neck to the liver are very you no. Know, it's scientific. I mean, do you yeah. get hit from like you know other competitors like, like traditional doctors and I you know, I don't challenge. I, I put air quotes scientific doctors, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you ever get like hit or do they um, pass no. comments? No, no, I, I, I'm not very high profile. Uh, I don't go out and challenge all of these doctors. Yeah. But I do remember, um, I have uh, attended one VM4 class, the Torex class in Taiwan. And one of the, um, uh, therapists overpressed my pericardium. I will, we will learn how to, how to, uh, treat the heart, right? And this manipulation, uh, I think, yeah, I think he was like a little bit over. And after the course, I came back to KL with a tachycardia. Right? My heart was like beeping, like it can beep 
skip two beats and beat faster. Oh. It was like I said, oh. this is this is unusual. And yeah. yeah, after a few days, I had start having scapular pain. You know, like was kind of pulling pain. I don't remember doing any kind of exercise that can cause the pulling in my scapula. I was like, and I, what I can recall is that maybe it's the technique, but I can't confirm. So I went to see this cardiologist. I said, ah, mm. oh, I better take, have my heart check, ECG, mm. blah, blah, blah. Maybe, you no, know, I'm 48 year old, you know, who knows that I might have heart problem. And when I talk, and when, when this doctor do the ECG, everything was normal. Now I brought this up to doctor. You know, uh, doctor, do you think that, uh, uh, I attended this course, uh, you know, that treat the heart, you know, from a ligament. Do you think that is because of the overcompressing of this ligament that, you know, causes pain? And the, the cardiologist look at me. Heart has no ligament. And then from then I better shut down because this doctor will not accept whatever I try to, to right. explain. Because pericardium are the pouch that cover the heart and it was attached to the sternum. From the anatomy point of view, it is there are three ligaments that hold the pouch mm. where the heart are pumping right. inside. Oh. So luckily, after one week, I went to Singapore for another course with my right. mentor, right, from Sydney. He is a guru in this uh, area. I said, I told him, can you fix me? I think I have some scapular problem and my heart was not uh, doing very well. Uh, the pain was bothering me a lot. And yeah, within one session, the the tachycardia, there was, I still have the tachycardia, right? It was like kind of like slow down. It was really calm. My heartbeat become normal. My scapular pain is still there mm. for that afternoon. I went home, but the next morning, I tell you what, my scapular pain all gone. Ooh, yeah, it was like yeah, hundred percent till now. So that is uh yeah, when you when you are precise, when you know what causes the pain, you can really do it within one session. And I I I'm the patient, so I I know I believe in this technique because I got treated. With this kind of special mm. technique, wow. it's amazing. I, I can I, I can really feel are, it. Our bodies are really delicate as well, huh? Body very delicate, and the and the, the system our, we are our we are connected from head to toes. So even if you move mm. the little toes, you can see the membrane move. Which is which is you know what yeah. we always talk about reflexology, and you get it this, is you it have is. These, these pictures right of yeah. the feet right. yes. and all ah. the different part. Yeah. Now now before that I don't believe. Now I believe. Yeah, now I believe. And you you I don't like, know, you, know, you don't, un- yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. But we, we cannot condemn a, a technique just because you don't understand it. So, last time I, I don't, I, I'm quite skeptical. I'm a Chinese, but I don't believe in acupuncture, you know, all this meridian. But after I, I learned this one, I will say that hey, I have to be more open. Who right. knows? This mm. professional, they are doing, they know what they are doing. I was going to get to that actually. Yeah. Do you, do you, because, uh, in a way, right, if I, if I put it simply, this is almost like, a massage. Or um we cannot call it massages like um soft tissue manipulations. It's very so where, whereby it's there, very is contact, there is contact contact like. with, you know, parts of your body. Do you think there is there is you we, know, we don't you do find a lot of cultures that uh, have people like just like John Pierre, right? Yeah. Who heard about this man who went for a massage. Mm. Yes. Do you think that there are there are cultures or there are masseuses who actually are doing VM Without actually knowing, knowing what they are doing. Yeah, 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 I believe so. I believe so. It's just that they are, they are not known. Yeah. Like even the Chinese physicians, like all this technique, like, like for us, visceral manipulations therapists, we, we may pick up the cost together. 
but not all of us have the same level of skill like the physio we we graduate from the same school but not mm. everyone are the top physiotherapists mm. no it depends on how much you practice how much you pick up the technique mm. so like acupuncturists there are good acupuncturists there are bad acupuncturists so we cannot condemn all of them just because that we met one bad acupuncturist yeah. so like a physio there are good physio really there are good physio there are good doctors so I'm more open now I, I will I, when I, my client said oh I met this uh, doctor mm. I said if it cure you if you see positive sign after you see the, the doctor, go ahead, continue. Because I, I mm. don't know what he's doing on you. And yeah, I think this I is a very brave thing to say. Receptive. Because I think a lot of people would think that if I go to a Cairo, he mm. knows everything and this is the missing link and therefore he should solve my problem. I think a lot of people go 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 with that line of thought. Nah, yeah. yeah. But no, no one knows everything. Yeah, no yeah, one knows no everything, one everything, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. Because from my experience as well, trying to fix my muscular problem that hmm. I've been to so many different physios so many different chiros spent so much money and yeah different things work at different times yes strangely then like I don't know because I see a lot of physios that, that fix certain part of my body and then I, I obviously saw Lydia who has a very huge influence on how I look at my own body and I, mm, I did Pilates. Yes, and then yes. Gan also has a very strong influence on Correct. how I articulate my body yes, when I sit, yes. when I stand, when I mm. walk. And then meeting you as well, like give me a different perspective on how that connection to, to the organ work. Mm. And it's crazy because the more I think about it, the more I feel it. Mm. The more I can feel like when I tense, I know that my, my lung capacity suddenly goes down. Yes. And I'm not drawing a lot. And the moment I just want to distress, I take a lot of deep breath mm. just to push the capacity out. And then the heart slow down. Mm. And then I'll just think of like a relaxing time. Yeah, and try like, to calm. Yeah. Yes. yeah I, yes, I try to go back to a place where I feel like super relaxed. So like recently I did this um, flotation tank yes. thing. Mm. And in that one little hour, like I, I felt so relaxed. Mm. Like every, all of the stresses washed out and I, oh, you know, you, just, you kind of collapse, but yes. it's a nice little collapse. Like, there's, there's one of the good ways that... Yeah, yeah so you system. build a baseline. Yes. And when I get stressed, I just I just mentally bring myself back there. Just like, I think I feel like, okay, my stomach a bit, like, let go a bit. I breathe a little more. I don't hold so much tension. Mm. But yeah. And I think, um, like, the recent course, we have this, uh, our special instructor from France, Pierre v. I brought in one lady who has uh, a lot of pain on the right side of the body. You know, like I asked uh, uh, Pierre v. to do a demo on, on this client for us. And in his uh, assessment, yeah, the symptoms shows are all on the right side. But the problem are from pericardium. And it was on the left side that mm. pulls the lung, that pulls everything to the left. And this was the symptom shows on the right side. And then when Pierre said, okay, now, after assessment, Pierre said, okay, now, there are a few things that she needs to fix. First thing, the spine, the heart frame. Next, neuromeningeal. Third, visceral manipulations. After that, go back to neuromeningeal. So, all of these four techniques that she needs, I can only manage three. So, the first one, spine, I don't do spine manipulations. Mm. So, that's why I said, for some client, you might need more than two professionals to help her. Right. Unless you know all these four techniques like PAV. He knows. He knows how to crack the spine. Yeah, 26 years of practice. So if you know all these four techniques, you can manipulate. You can help the client. But for me, I do manage spine. I do soft tissue. I do Mm. visceral. Mm. So if my client comes to me like the the previously I I mentioned about this boy who has sclerosis with the lung uh, tensions. 
what I did within one session, I settled all the lung tensions, right. right? And I said that you're done. I don't, uh, there's nothing more that can help you. I refer you to a specialist, a physio who knows how to do scholarship treatment, mm. who knows how to um, do exercise or scholarship. That's where you need to work with him. Because muscle imbalance through all this, I'm not trained, right? right? You have to fix it. I fix you internally. I solve the tensions that pulls your spine. Because if you go to the physio, you might need to spend 20 sessions. Like with me, releasing the tension from the lung, you may only need 10 sessions with him. Mm. So it makes it, your rehab easier. But so it's a, it's a teamwork. I always as say. You, if, as you go along learning, how many VMs are there to oh, right. how yeah. many modules? <laughs> well, there's a lot, more. <laughs> a lot more. Uh. Well, uh, the total set, the total level for VM is um, VM one two three four five six, mm. and there are visceral vascular technique, mm. um, uh, where we need to work, uh, work with the vascular system, and there are manual articular spine, manual articular joints, upper limb joint, lower limb joint. If you want to do the <laughs> manipulation for the spine, right. you will pick up the course. Right. But for me, I I just wanted to finish all my VM uh, one two three four five six and vascular course. Uh, uh, I attended vascular course for upper limb, so I know how to deal with the the carotid tensions. So some people they have a headache because of the blood flow issues. We have to assess all this. We have to assess right. the blood vessels. Uh, right. Because blood vessels, nerve, they are just together. neighbor together. Next they are section. in one fascia system. So sometimes we we manipulate the vascular. Mm. We also have influence on the nerve. Right. Yeah. So that is what we cannot just deal with visceral. Mm. At times, we have to work with nerve. Like for your technique, mm. I use neural manager technique. I use visceral technique. Right. Yeah. That's this is the two major technique I work on. Okay. So mm. depending on what kind of background the student is from, they might yeah. need different different. Like you learn VM. Like, if you're a Cairo, then maybe you don't need the spine one because you might have some. Yeah. I like in right. overseas, a lot of Cairo they came for the course. Right. So the Cairo. They have all this technique, right? right. It is also misleading into their practice. Mm. If the chiro just crack the spine without releasing the tension from the organs, the client will crawl back with a stiff problem, stiff spine. Mm. Because what pulls me is still pulling me. But don't mm. they teach all this in medical school? Shouldn't no, they teach all no, this in medical school? No, no, no. It is, it's, it's very basic. But I think, I think, um, some, uh, in future, it could be incorporated in the in the school, but, but I know it's forty plus year old. Is is it is this considered very young in medical terms, like Barrow Institute? Barrow. What what BM is teaching is this very um, young in terms of like cons- medical science? Um, I'll say that it's not young. Like forty six mm. years of practice, you yeah. know. Like in US, you look at the the numbers. There are more than four thousand practitioners are doing the VM. What about right. here in Malaysia? Well, I, me and my partner are the one who are more, uh, we complete VN5. The rest, uh, there are two more, v, up to three more, up to VN4. But what I understand is that they learn, but they don't feel comfortable practicing. doing it, practicing it. Because, because it's as a physio, it's less than 10. Definitely less than 10. <gasps> like, um, those that really actively practicing it, uh, me and my friends in JB, I, all my clients come in, head touch. All my client knows head touch. But when I ask my friend, do you do head touch? Do you do the cranial assessment? They don't feel comfortable doing that. Because they said physio are all scientific, all joy, all right. so once they put the hands on the head, the, the patient will start querying, what are you doing? Mm. Like at like first when I first practiced on my mom, mm. I put my hands on my mom. My mm. mom said that, Are you giving me energy? I said, No, I'm feeling the fascia. <laughs> I, I have to spend five, ten minutes to explain what I'm doing. 
And it's difficult. Like, this and is the barrier that we need to break. Uh, because it's still seen as like pseudoscience. Yes, pseudoscience. A lot yeah. of... I, I have no, this... That's a good word, yeah. Is, yeah. yeah. I have this client who came to me for back pain. He After the treatment, he, he came to me for back pain and leg spasm. He said that he had to have acosia every night to put him to sleep because of the pain was so troubling. He came for our Indiba Active. Right? Mm. He thought that Indiba Active can solve his problem. Mm. I said, same thing. After assessment, I said, no, this one won't solve your problem because your problem comes from the abdomen, comes from the sick moi and the, the nerve, obturator nerve that's compressed. So mm. what I do is a really light touch, manipulate the sick moi, do the nerve gliding. The nerve are very sensitive, so we, the touch is really light. So I apparently do a very light technique on him. And he is, uh, yeah, you know, middle-aged Chinese mm. man. He went back, he told me one week later, not one week later, two days later, he came for the beauty, yeah, I came to visit my friend who knows, happened to know me. Mm. He told my friend, that day I went back feeling cheated. Mm. You know, mm. I wanted to use the machine. Mm. Like she didn't use the machine on me. She just, no, you just light touch playing around with my abdomen, you know, like, and then she charged me for doing nothing. Yeah. And he said that he felt cheated. But two days later, he came back, he went back, he, he told my friend, you know what? I don't know what happened that night. Whether it's psychological problem mm. or just placebo effect. For that night, I don't need medication and I don't feel spasm. Whoa. I sleep so well without pain. I came one week later, he came back. He said that whatever you did on me, continue. Right. I feel so good after the first session. And I said, you don't have that problem anymore. Why do I do the session? The, the sick more is good. The colon mm. is good. The nerve is fine. If there's pain... Plus, you don't need to see me anymore. Mm. So I discharge him by the second sessions. And he's he's so happy. He's really happy. And then, yeah, he he brought his friend and said, okay, I I bring you to this, uh, in Chinese called San Yi. You know, Mm. like it's a, 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 (laughs) yeah, San Yi. San Yi. I know, like like the voodoo therapy, something like that. But I I told him we are not. It's a magical healer. Yeah. Yeah. So if I can, yeah, so a a middle-aged Chinese man, you know, I can, you know, yeah, he can start believing in me. What's up, magic? Yeah, but I can understand this though, because like I think I think physios will, will be so hesitant. Like you're so so it scared. Is, it's so scared. Yeah. Yes, I, I like trying to do something that is different yeah. from my practice. Especially different. like when they have their practice for a very very long time, and yeah. then suddenly they they do this, and then they their client are freaking yeah, out. Yeah. Feel that's cheated. What, that's yes, the worst feeling. It's yeah. the worst feeling. I know. I know. That's why I try to tell the 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 physio, mm. you are your own barrier. Mm. You if you believe in yourself, you believe in the technique, you will know how to explain to the client. Like when I first do this, um, first few sessions, I also feel doubtful. Right. When my client don't come back after one session, I will right. always ask myself, is it that I'm doing wrong or they don't believe in me or yeah. I'm not good enough, they don't, they stop coming to see right. me. So I, I, yeah, really, I bring up my courage, I call them, I text them, so right. uh, how do you feel? And most of them say, I'm fine. I'm painless. <laughs> I don't right. want to see you. I don't. So I said, oh, then I said, at least feedback so that I know you right, are right, well. And then right. it's not, it's so not it that. it gives you the confidence. Confident. Well yeah. So the first yeah, few, first one or two years, I really struggle with my confidence. Right. After more feedback, after, you know, all this, I know I'm doing the right thing. Mm. I know, yeah, my skill level is up. Mm. So I opened my clinic only after three years of practice of learning all this. Oh. When I when I yeah I I study for three years really um 
Also, and, you have no income for that three years. Then. Uh, yeah, you, you know, like, I still, you know, I'm a neurotherapist, right? right? So I do freelance a little bit. I you know, see. I have savings, I and see. I, you know. Wow, that's really so brave. That's just really it's, brave. it's very three years. Yeah, because yeah. I, I can't, I can't, I, I, I myself can't get my client to pay me for experimental ther- yeah, therapy. I don't feel good. I don't feel mm. good. So I only practice uh, for my you no know, friends, friends with family. my friends, family. Oh, I wish and, I knew that. Uh, go to attend more <laughs> courses, you know, get feedback from the, 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 right. uh, the training. You know, we, we, so, well, it's a tough journey. It's a tough. Right. I, uh, I can understand why a lot of therapists, uh, they don't come for the courses. I, I try to urge, you know, encourage them to join me for the mm. courses. Mm. And the first thing they said, it's very expensive. How much so is many it exactly? levels. All right, uh, like four days. One. And like VMR, four days, we, we count by days. Four days is about, uh, full rate is 4,002. Early bird mm. is 3,008. Because we have to pay the US, uh, instructor fees and all the, you right. know, like, uh, yeah. The commitment is high. But is there an exam and at the end is, of the course? No, no, no. Is there, like, unless, unless you want to be fully certified as a visceral mm. manipulation therapist. So you have to finish right? from VM1 to, to six. To no, VM1 to six and then go for the theory test and go for the practical test in US. Right. Only then you are a fully certified. If not, with your physio certificate, you can still practice VM. Right. Um, yeah, you're just a physio with visceral manipulation skill. Skill. But yeah. you are not a certified visceral manipulation therapist. So yeah. how much is it like if, to- if a physio one, like after oh, one yeah. to six, you know, they're convinced I want to do you know, it, like, how much do they have to prepare and how long would the cost take for them? You no, know, it, if you are crazy enough, you will trap, you can finish the course within one year. I, I met one Indian physiotherapist who finished most of the courses, like 11 courses in three months time. Oh. He like kind of like become a PR in Singapore because he completed most of the courses in Singapore. Mm. I said, well, how can you digest all this? Right? And he said that, oh, I just want to finish all this so that I can I have enough time to practice all the technique. Yeah, everyone have different kind of uh, learning mm, yeah, uh, yeah. capacity or different mm. style, right? For me, I complete v- v- visceral one, two, three, four within two years. All right, and then right. it took me the third year to pick up VM five because we have to have time to practice the the assisting skill. Mm. Uh, yeah, so it will at least take five years for a normal therapist. If your funding is really limited, one year can only take one course kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? It will really take you five to six years to complete five the whole VM. But I told the junior physio, VM one two three four is the a uh, core mm. you need. You mm. need to finish VM one two three four for you to understand the technique because you can't just you do GL. The GL is generally bring you to thorax. You only learn abdomen and pelvic. You can't treat whatever that you pick up in the thorax. Yeah. So that's why I say that learn VM1 to 4 and you practice. You don't have to go for VM5 because VM5 is more like emotional. Right. It's more, and it's just another tool to enhance your, your listening, enhance your treatment. But if right. you go for the physical part, you still can do a lot more than those therapists that's not learning VM. But I digress. I think uh, physios, you're listening to all six, man. Because <laughs> the emotional part is really interesting. Like when it's I did it, I was like, "Whoa!" Like, I, I'm like, yeah, I'm waiting for my VM six. Yeah. I, I'm trying. Yeah, like my mentor, he can pick up. You know, this woman, fifteen years ago, she has problem. Tell her. Ask yeah, her. I'll definitely come in again. Like you know, like you. he's so fast because he learned VM six. Because VM six is three full day, eh, four full days. You know, it's yeah, four full days teach you how to do the brain dialogue. 
so how to pick up focused. the emotional. Very focused. Right. So when he put his hands on the client, within seconds, he know. Can't hide from how, the guy. Yes. Can't hide from the guy. Yeah. If his wife cheated on him, like, can yeah, you tell? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you oh, no, 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 no. That's a I? joke. That's joke during the course. That's a joke. In, in, uh, in a VM5, our, our instructor told our shop. Yeah, I don't know whether this one will go to Champier or not. Oh, sorry if uh, Champier listen. Um, yeah, Champier will do this on his girlfriend. He will do the scanning. He will check whether she's in love. You know, like, when you are in love, your, the projection on your breast and the ovary, they will have the heat. He'll do the scan on her, on his girlfriend. That's a joke that, you know, I was in some told me. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Imagine, like, imagine in the course, I, I, I have a sad news. My, my, my best friend who, you know, yeah, who always attended course with mm. me, one day before the VM5, she was diagnosed with a cecum cancer, mm. right? And during the course, we were doing all these thermal evaluations. Mm. And in the class, there are about 40 therapists, 36 to 40 therapists. We have to change partner, you know, like everyone do the scanning on each other. I tell you, only me know her problems. I know that she has sickum cancer, right? But no one knows. But those that are good, those therapists that do the scanning on her, pick up the problem in her sickum. They all point at the sickum and say, there is something here. So it is, it is, it's science, right? It, I mean, how do you explain that your stranger uh, who mm. doesn't know you can pick up the problem mm. in you? And I pick up, uh, uh, yeah, there's one old physio, 80 year old physio, whom I pick up a lesion in her right, left knee. And she said, yeah, two weeks ago I had a fall on my left knee. I said, oh yeah, there's a hit, a normal hit on your left knee. Well, that is very, uh, we call it, um, it, 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 it strengthened my belief in right. uh, this course. I The more I want to pursue, because of the feedback from the counterpart and my my friend's case really hmm. pushed me does on. It, does it get like too much, ever too much? Because, you know, it, like how you said it so, right? Something in gets, your stomach can affect that, can affect yeah. that. It can be like, you can be lost in the woods and you no, don't know which way no. to go. No, no. You know, like... uh our body will go to the biggest lesions, right? right. It can be the proud, it the main one. So when we do the head touch, we are we are directed to the to the area that has a has the biggest tension. You might have multiple area, you might have multiple problem, but we always go to the big, we call it taikor, the one right. that influenced the others. Yeah, so we right. have a test, we have the inhibition test. When we pick up four points, we will go, okay, try to inhibit this one, try to find which is the point that affects the rest. And we right. always go to one and two. So in that particular session, we only treat the main one. Right. So we ask the client to come back two or three weeks later. When I settle this biggest knob, the tension, the whole body will realign. All right? Mm. And then you might pick up the second layer. Uh, okay. uh, so we don't see you immediately the second day because our body will need time to adjust. So sometimes I the the mm. case as I told you I need six sessions to treat her problem because she has six multiple layers she has six problems I need to de- deal with so to finally get like to the root cause six to twelve weeks depending on how her body feels yes sometimes like that so and then after the six session completely healed till right. now no problem it was amazing journey like uh, my my client was like oh how can you cancel like, yeah but I I still need one or two sessions more. But the best one is one lady who was referred to me by a physio country. The problem mm. she has a lot of abdomen pain. 
this lady have uh, okay it's a uh, yeah yeah a young lady about 30 so she came to me a very skinny lady I do the assessment she was wearing her pants and my hands was drawn to the pelvic region I told her mm. there is something here can you pull down your pants very strong uh, pull on the right side of the, the pelvic and I pulled down there was a scar there was a uterus scar mm. because she has cesarean mm. So when I do the test locally, I found that the scar, after the operations, they cut through the scar, they cut through nine layers because from the skin going all the way down to the uterus, they have so many layers. And the operations left a big scar that twists her uterus. So her uterus was inverted to the right side. And it caused a lot of pulling. And it changed the way that the sacrum moved. Mm. Because there are a lot of fascia systems that connect from a visceral to the spine. Mm. So, within that session, I release the scar, I get the, the uterus to move back properly in relation with the sacrum. And then when I prone her, I found a lesion in the coccyx bone. I told her, this kind of coccyx dysfunction will always lead to headache. She didn't tell me that she has a headache. I asked this lady, do you happen to have headache? She said, yeah, I have massive headache, but I never know that you can treat headache. I said, um, maybe I'm not treating headache, but I'll treat your coccyx mm. bone, right? I'll, I'll treat whatever I find. Mm. I don't know you have headache, but whatever it is, I just treat your dysfunction, right? I, that's why I don't treat your pain. I treat what causes the pain. Mm. So one week later, she came back. She said that, totally pain-free from head to toes, her abdomen discomfort, back pain, headache, all gone. One session. That is one of my best results. I, I'm, yeah, I'm so happy with this girl. She also bothered her for one, one year. One year. Yeah, also. Because after cesarean, and oh, one more thing. She said that other than that, her menstruations come back. Her menstruations stopped for two, almost two years. Wow, wow. Yeah, from, yes, yes. You know, because when your uterus, when your uterus are uh, um, not in the right alignment, it affects the ovary. Right. All right. It affects the hormone system. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That that we visceral manipulations not only change the pain. Uh, it correct the the functions. Like it also change the pituitary. So um, it change the hormone. Yeah, menstruation's problem. It it can bring back the menstruations. Like I have a, yeah. When I was practicing uh, VM. I have an M1. It was a thought in the M1. I, I applied this on one lady who has headache and I, the listening bring me to the head, the cranial. So I, I just do as I was taught. I do manipulate the frontal lobe, da da da. And then, yeah, two weeks later, she told me, you know what? My menstruation stopped 10 months ago. I thought that I was menopause. She was 42 years old, right? right? She came to me with headache. I also helped her with headache. But she said, you know, after that, after you, you manipulate my head, my headache was gone and my menstruations come back. Because the, the frontal lobe compressed, if it's not moving, it, it affects the pituitary gland that sits right under it. Wow. So when I free up the bone, I free up the compression from the pituitary. So the pituitary start functioning. Right. So the hormone become normal. It re-regulated. So, so there's space to yeah, there's space to move. So that's we are. I I call myself more like a wellness therapist now. So I can yeah. I am. I'm not only dealing with your pain, but I bring back the quality of life and I bring back the the overall health system. I balance your body. Like even though I know this coming into this podcast, my mind is still blown. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm still. <laughs> 
I'm I'm still figuring. <laughs> yeah, how again. much I can do. I yeah, I'm I'm still figuring. Close to being huh. speechless. Uh, it is, but but when you look at the the how the anatomy, we are doing. Yeah, we are doing what. Yeah, what the, uh, body, the body is supposed. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. really science. It's natural. it's really based on science. And it gives me a little bit comfort to know that our bodies are amazing. Amazing. Yeah. You know, every little thing will have an effect mm. just because. Yeah. Every little thing has a role to role play. Role to play. Every little thing. But we, know, we cannot function. cure uh, organic issues. Like, well, I cannot cure cancer. A lot of people say, can you cure cancer? No, I can't cure cancer. Right? But I can make your body maybe feel better. Right. Like a stronger. Like when my uncle has uh, cancer, he was doing chemo, you know, I would visit him. I said that I can't do anything active on you, but I can help your digestive system to be better to, you know, to deal, to, to deal with the chemo, yeah. you know, and I can do motility, yes, yes, cascade, yeah, correct. And your body is stronger, you don't have all this side effect from the chemo. Right. So, so we are just a, a support staff, right? Mm. I, I support your body to heal itself. Mm. I, I try to, you know, give it, a, to nudge it into a right alignment so that they, they start adjusting. Do you, this may be like, you know, far-fetched question, but do you, Think there's any link between being spiritual also as well as believing. I I'm still um I'm I'm still a therapist. I spiritual wise I don't really believe it that I, I because mean, I can't on, on uh, a personal uh, level as well. On the person, uh, Are you religious but now, or um, spiritual? Um, not really. Oh yeah, I'm Buddhist, but I'm not really a practicing Buddhist. Mm, <laughs> I, yeah, okay. I before. I'm quite skeptical, but now I will be more open. Mm. I understand that just because that I don't know doesn't mean that it is not exist. Right. So I'm more open to all this now. Right. But I, to me, I am still a very grounded therapist. I look at things very scientifically. Even like the manual thermal evaluation right. is scientific because you can pick up the heat. Our hands are trained. We can be trained. Like, um, why a wine taster can taste the wine from the, you know, they can tell you what age huh. is this. Mm. So, because that's all this sensory, <laughs> it can be trained. That's, that's, that's yeah. A good, that's a good uh, example. Anecdote. Example, yeah. 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 You, how can you tell a wine taster a smell? You can smell something that's, that I can't smell. Uh, because you train, yes. Like I the think, older. Yeah, I think there's some. So we have to be more open to all this now. Yeah. I think there's some evidence I read before, like if you do meditation and like your brain falls into this delta wave and yeah. you get some healing benefit as well. And some monks can control their body temperature. And there's a guy who did it, uh, Wim Hof. Yeah. So we hope to get the, the other guy in. Uh, I was going to yeah. bring that up as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Because this guy, Wim Hof, is basically some guy who has a breathing technique, the breathing. right? Yeah. yeah, he basically say he floods his body with oxygen and ah. he trained he, he trained himself so much that he can control his so what he did is that he can control his body temperature to the point where he can swim in the Arctic ah. uh, run just with a boxer yeah, I think yeah. uh, in, in snow I, barefooted on snow no problem I guess my old body thing is really powerful <coughs> really mine yeah. can affect the body like emotion can affect organs like I believe in I believe he, that this guy can do it yeah you know, and, just with training with yeah and there's, there's, there's facts as well it's not just like hearsay you know, he, he actually like they put in uh, he said he can control his immune system his endocrine system his yeah. everything and they, they put in uh, E. coli into him yeah. and to, to a bunch of other people as well yeah. and he, because he's trained right so they say they can actually see the blood 
actually they can see the what do you call this the antibody fighting the E. coli the moment yeah. you enter the system but other uh, people get sick yeah <laughs> so I, it's we have a guy in Malaysia who apparently did this certification so we are so, hoping to get him on here but coming sure. back to us, uh, mm-hmm. how long are we on the podcast really? I think I think we should yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so maybe we can uh, tell, tell us a bit like how what how can physios who are interested who maybe they hear this, they're interested, where where can they find more resource and how they can can they sign up? Is there any like a financial package? Do the uh, government support this? Are you trying to get yeah. It's still it's, it's a very sad thing is that uh, I guess getting uh, approval from HRDFs is not easy right. because yeah there's a lot of process and one of the HRDF criteria is that you must have a full-time uh, teacher in the local mm. but none of us are uh, qualified to be a teacher right. so I with this kind of criteria it really put me off I, I really don't know how to apply for the HRDF right. of course with HRDF I have one physio who is a head of department in Penang Hospital she asked me to urge me to apply for HRDF so that she can send mm. more staff for VM courses she is right. a believer in VM because she's the wo- only one that's trained in VM 1, 2, 3, 4 in Penang I but see because of funding issue she can't send her staff and also yeah. you know like coming with a hard solid cash of 3,000 plus is not easy for the yeah private. there's only one uh, yeah. VM course you gotta do like uh, six you have of to, them yeah at, so least, at least four but uh, kind of like close to 20,000 uh, yeah close yeah. to 20,000 right including traveling yeah, so. yeah but at least it's cheaper to, to attend in Malaysia, right? You see mm. the cost of yeah. traveling. Like if you look at the rate in um, Sydney, the accommodations and all this. So uh, we can only wait for you to be a teacher. I, I can, can never be a teacher. Now, it will take uh, at least 20 years of practice. To, oh. Yeah, all my all, all teachers, you look at the, their history of uh, practice, right. at least 10 years and above right. to be qualified as a teacher, to be trained by Baral uh, and qualified for level 1, level 2, level 3, level... Oh. So in Baral, so you can see there are not many high-level teachers. It's that... And, there are less than 30 teachers. Because it takes a long worldwide. time to, to yeah. So It's very rigorous. It, it, huh? Yes, it's not easy to be a teacher. Mm. The teacher mm. has to be good. So uh, when I organize the course, I bring in, I make sure that I bring in the good teacher, you know, mm. that, that the, the local therapist will appreciate that they can teach very well. Um, mm. But where, where can this uh, physio, whoever that's interested, uh, they where can, can they find you? Um, they, can, they can go to the website, the fnharmony. fnharmony.com.my. Yeah. Okay. Or you can just Google visceral manipulation. I think you can find us. Okay, maybe you can give us a link so we can post it in our video as well yeah, so people find it. Yeah. 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 Mm. And uh, this book? Do you uh, want no, to talk this, a bit? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this book is um, Understanding sure the Message of Your Body. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I encourage my, my client to read so they have a better understanding of uh, their organs. So when I pick up um, gallbladder, right? Mm. I have a summary that I can send to my client. But if you want to know in detail what uh it works and how you can uh do what you can do to help your organs, mm. it talks about the nutrition uh help, psychosocial help, and exercise, and why you are suffering from this uh dysfunctions. This is a good book. This is just ninety ringgit. And this oh. was written by John by the Pierre, Pierre Barral. I am reading. Yes, started this whole so VM thing before practice. I pick up VM. I read this book, right? And after that, I uh yeah. And after that, I lend it to one of my friends who travel around with this book and never written. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's funny, it's so interesting. They pass on to to everyone. Yeah. Yes, uh, and this is well. yeah. You 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 can no you understand your body, and right. it helps you to uh to deal with it better. 
Right. Because I can only I can only help you with certain part when you have a, a really organ dysfunction. I release it, right? But I need you to go back and read it and try to face your problem to prevent it from relapsing. Mm. Yeah, it may come back if you don't mm. face the problem. Mm. If you don't try to resolve mm. your issue, the emotional and issue, emotional, your nutrition issues, mm. the physical issues. Yeah, so that lifestyle, oh, always says, so lifestyle is not bad, not good. Yeah, abusing your body through alcohol is also not good. He uh, he also against cold drink because it really spasm up your stomach. Oh, really? And your left kidney just lie beneath your stomach. So there, there are some saying. Re- where relate to my my grandmother saying no cold drink. Yeah, right. after yeah, VM, yeah. I know, I understand why no cold drink. It really frees up your left kidney, and your left kidney linked to your urogenital problem. Re- yeah, left kidney is oh, the man. sexual kidney because the the blood flow from the urogenital goes to the left kidney. So if left kidney are dysfunction, it affects your urogenital problem. That what manhood. I'm hearing right now is just like, right. don't drink cold beer. <laughs> don't try, drink cold try beer. Try not to. Yes, yeah, try not to. If <laughs> you really <laughs> want, <laughs> warm yourself up. Yeah. That, that, that is, yeah. Uh. So I, I stopped drinking cold water, cold drink. Because oh, I'm man. age catching up. When you're young, you may want to, you can still, you still have the, the no. No, no, really. I feel it now. I'm already 30. I feel it. I Who definitely knows? feel it over this Who weekend. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> All the drinking. There, there, yeah. are, there are a lot of theory really helpful. Yeah. Right. Mm. Okay. 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 I, I am, you know. Yeah. If you want to know more, you can go to the Google Visual Manipulation. There is ample message right. uh, uh, and theory about all this. Yeah, yeah, I feel I feel I've been mind blown over the last one and a half hours. Yeah, one and a half hours we did. Almost two hours. Almost two hours. Really, really, really wow. Quick. Yeah, really I mean good. it's uh, that went fast. Yeah. There's so yeah. much. Yeah, there are there are and lot I feel of like you have more to share. I really feel I like have, you have more. but then yeah, I I hope to share with the Practitioners, really come, right. let the practitioner come and learn so that more patients can benefit because it is a, it's a, a brand new world and mm. we have a, for future rehab therapists is going to be very helpful for our industrial, for the healthcare industrial. So yeah. the patient don't keep paying for nothing. I hope some of the MOF or MOH guy are listening so we can we, get, maybe make it easier for us to learn this and, uh, yeah. It's and I been, guess, I guess when there's more people learning about it, like there's more, for example, physios in Malaysia who subscribe to this and start practicing it. Start practicing the it. The demand will also yeah. be there. Yeah. Yeah. And then Taiwan so therapists, they, they are in. really crazy for this course. And then when the, the course open up for registrations, within minutes, they sign up. Mm. Yes. Because they are endorsed by the physio associations of Taiwan. And even one hospital in, uh, I think, university in uh, Thailand, they bring in the course oh, wow. for their therapists. So next year, they are, they are starting to train their own therapists with the VM. Wow. Yeah, so, so like if uh, all this medical, mm. yeah, medical line, they are doing that in overseas. We hope that Malaysia will catch up soon. Yeah. yeah. We hope Malaysia, so too. Yeah. I hope so too. I hope so too. Malaysia so Baru, too. come on. Yes, yes, Malaysia, yes. <laughs> catch up. Okay. okay. So it's been such a pleasure. It's been uh, yeah. a great two hours. been very educational yeah. for us. Thank and, you. And uh, yeah, I, I really like uh, having you on again soon, hopefully. Sure, that maybe I uh, can get my instructors to come yeah, and share. He's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, next will be Eric Mullin. Eric mm. is a great instructor Yeah, who, who wrote the book about uh, fight the epidemic stress. Yeah, stress epidemic. Oh, that would be yeah. great. That would be yeah, great yeah. for yeah. the problem is, is yeah, English might be a little bit limited. limited. Yeah, you, you can, you can. I'll, I'll try to invite him over. Yeah, All it'll right. be good to get okay. him on board. Yeah. Fantastic. With my mentor, who t- I told you, he can pick up tumor in the liver that was blown my mind. 
Yeah, and he can I'm, share I'm with you. Definitely coming for a session sometime. Yes, yes. Yeah, it will be January. next year. Next year, ah, uh, they will be here in May, uh, uh, February. Uh, because we are having a course level two. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're done. Okay. Okay. Good night, folks. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for listening. You all. Right. Thanks. Bye. Signing yeah. off.